0: Welcome one, welcome all. Welcome to the bricks in the wall. Today is Friday, Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Um, it's always strange to me, the time around Thanksgiving, when people start posting things that they're grateful for, uh, thanking God for their family. But to me, I always tell my daughter, you sh- every day should be Thanksgiving. Every day you should wake up and be thankful that you're alive, that, that you can breathe, that, that you can... Be a human and and enjoy your life, because there's so many people out there that are literally living a life in hell, either through sickness or through some type of death in the family or some type of suffering. Like Buddha says, life is suffering. But the point is to have a better outlook and a mindset that allows you to be positive, even when you're going through treacherous times. And to talk about that today, we're actually going to have on a real interesting guy I met online. Um, His name is Jay. And I'm going to just read a little uh, bio about him that he wrote about himself. He is um, Joshua. but He goes by Jay. Uh, he's a spiritual life coach and advisor. He is the owner of Indigenous Thought LLC. He's sp- he spent about eight years now learning about the self. He's been healing himself through um, healing his past lives and traumas and just reconnecting with his inner child through shadow work. And I love that. You know, it's kind of like our past guest, Avital, She's also a self-help coach, you know, help helping people become healthy first of all, and then working on the spiritual side of things. Because to me and to a lot of people on this path, we've realized that this is more than just the material realm. There's a spiritual realm to this, and and to me and what I believe is losing connection with this spiritual side of, of the world is what creates all the problems within the world. So I'm gonna bring him on. Hi Jay, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, hey, doing. Great, great. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Uh, just wanted to say, first off, I guess, thank you for the intro. You know, I loved it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And couldn't agree more with your, you know, statements around it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about that because I'm always fascinated about how people co- go to this side of the journey, how they get aligned to to really healing themselves. Because I noticed. Most of the people on earth are just working off of momentum. They go to work, uh, they go home, they just try to relax and unwind uh, during the weekend or the time that they have off, and then they just go back on it again, and they don't really have that time of self-reflection, of introspection, of really thinking if they're doing the things that they want to be doing. What was it that got you on this path, Jay?
1: Man, it is, that is a story in itself, honestly. <laughs> it's like... You know, throughout my life, like even as a child, like I had realizations that I just kind of stuck out in a different way, you know, like friends, family members, like cousins, you know, the whole thing where you're kind of feeling like singled out or when everyone's like hanging out, they have their groups or their cliques. And I was kind of often on the outside looking in. Right and you know like growing up in like a christian household heavily religious i you know always had questions and i never really thought about it until i got older and started to heal and reflect on a lot of things but i always assumed that you know my parents wouldn't lie to me you know respectfully of course i'm like you know my parents wouldn't lie to me about anything like it must be just what they tell me so you know i figured you know as a kid growing up god was good and the devil was bad and then you know i hit a point i guess i'll say when i got older where i kind of just started to research things. It was kind of like, I'm like, man, I'm, you know, kind of growing up in this world and I'm on my own. Maybe I should start looking into the things I've had questions about my whole life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And on that path, I just, I kind of learned, you know, it was kind of like the triggering point, but it was kind of slow pour, like a slow, slow sizzle. And then it kind of just heated up over time. And as mm-hmm. I got older and could research on my own and find the answers to my questions, then just kind of kept going from there, really.
0: Oh, that's very interesting. Uh, I also have a similar, I guess, life path. I grew up in a Christian household. You know, my parents, since I can remember, I've been going to church. And then, like, similar to you, when I got about 13, 14 years of age, I was really questioning. I started really questioning, you know, inside my head. I would question the things that the preacher would talk about. And I would say, is that true? Is that real? Why does he say that? And then I started looking into alternative religions or alternative creation stories and the myths of different cultures. And I was just like thinking to myself, wow, it's weird how everyone has a different perspective and the stories are different, yet there's still some type of... Sca- this religious or spiritual myths or all of these stories to me seem like some sort of scaffolding to kind of have people use that as a foundation to, to for everything that they will believe in their life. And I was like, hmm, maybe what if this is some type of brainwashing? Why is it that they kind of not force it to us, but kind of make us believe, they want us to believe what they believe, you know, so I was just like, maybe there's, there's another way I can, I can figure things out on my own, and I I started looking, like I said, into Egyptian mythology, uh, Greek mythology, and it's just wild how different they are, and like, right now, at this moment in my life, you know, after psychedelics, I've kind of come back to the Christian notion of God, but still, I feel like I don't know. What do you think about spirituality and how this world was created what is your opinion about it
1: Yeah, for me i'd say like in i'll say this as you know before i guess i really get into things like when i speak on things it is based on like a collection of my knowledge that i've attained over time uh, remembering knowledge that was you know essentially through my genetics so, you know, that spread from like my ancestors and everything, like meditating, going within. So when I speak on things, I speak on it as like matter of fact, okay. but not to impose my opinion on others, you know? Okay. So like, like if you say something, I'm not going to say, hey man, this is wrong. And technically it's like, no, I'll just speak when I speak for me. I'll speak in a way that is, you know, definitive because over time and researching and going within, I've kind of built my truth from within. Yeah, I get And, that. you know, the things line up and all that. So, so you know, I always like to give that preface cool. just in case... So I don't give anyone any reason to feel defensive or anything like that. Obviously, I don't think that's how you are, but...
0: No, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Whenever you do come up... Some people, like you said, they get defensive and they're like, no, but in the Bible it says this, or in the Torah it says this. I'm like, dude, I'm just telling you my opinion. Calm down. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Right. So um, I'll say, honestly, when I think of spirituality, it's like I see myself as with understanding, or with understanding, I should say, as mind, body, soul. Like, I am the awareness behind my thoughts. Thoughts, I see them as kind of like a stream. It's almost like we're radios, and we don't realize we're radios, and the knob that we can use to adjust the frequencies or adjust the stations is Mm. our pineal gland. Mm. But, you know, through years of essentially being distracted from self, and having aid in that through the layers of media just things anything that i conclude in my mind anything that doesn't lead you towards knowledge of self is a distraction by you know definition yes I not agree. to say that we're not going to indulge in these things but you know that's it's just the world we live in like in duality we must indulge in both sides but to your point to your question before i say boy out of control um ultimately i see you know like i said it's like we have spirit we are souls with spirit and then we have our physical shell, and I see it as spirituality is basically learning who you are on an energy level, which you learn what energy is and how it functions and how it cycles. And when you kind of, when you do that over time, you kind of gain a broader perspective of everything.
2: Mm.
1: And then when you realize everything is energy, energy can't be created or destroyed; it can only change form. Then you can, you know, you can kind of connect dots from literally learning self to make everything outside of you make sense. Hmm. And that, too, aligns with the quote of as within, so
0: without. Mm, Interesting. I agree. Well, I guess what I'm trying to get at is because I've been watching this show on Netflix. Uh, I know it's a distraction, uh, but my thing is I watch media to see... Because sometimes they'll tell you truths in media, and you really got to be paying attention and be really with open ears and uh, to be receptive of some of the things that they're telling us. But I'm watching this show called Ancient Apocalypse, and it's all about how... Uh, Graham Hancock the, this uh, he's a pseudoscientist oh, yeah. I guess kind of he has this whole idea mm. of how 12,000 years ago the, the 12,000 years ago the world was destroyed through some kind of huge cataclysm and he's talking about just uh, different creation stories and uh, cataclysm stories about the world in the ancient past and what I always wonder about is creation itself like to me to me just by seeing the fingerprints everywhere across the universe and in nature, to me, it seems like we have an intelligent designer. Somebody, something greater than us created this. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was God, the Hindu God. I don't know what it is. But I, from what I can tell from what I've gathered, there is some form of intelligent design. All of this, to me, was not an accident. What is your opinion of this?
1: Oh, I definitely agree with that. Like, I, you know, when when you speak of that, it makes me think of, like, Uh, excuse me, it makes me think of belief versus, like, say, atheism, Mm. where, you know, there's just an idea that we just kind of exist, and then after our existence, that's it. Now, I can understand why that perspective can come up in some people's, you know, minds, but at the same time, through the things that I've learned about self and then understanding that what we visually see in this world is a reflection from within, Mm. and, you know, as a collective, we reflect all of these things from within ourselves. And that reflection is the very fabric that sews together the reality that we call the physical.
2: Mm. So
1: it's like in that, again, it's like in our design as a physical specimen or or a soul with even a physical body that we can, in a sense, kind of calculate on an energy level, there's, like you said, there's a design to it and it's a very intelligent design, right? There's, I've come to believe that there's limit, there are limits, that have been placed on us kind of like a limiter chip in a car where if you get in the car and you know, it could probably go hundred to 150 miles per hour, but it just stops at 85.
2: Uh-huh.
1: You know, it's like, I feel like there's been limits limitations and I feel that there are a lot of different species of even humans mm. and, you know, on the physical shell level, even some even deeper on a spiritual or soul level. And with that, you know, I've observed over time that it seems that certain beings, have different abilities than others. Certain beings think differently than others, you know, certain beings react to situations or things that come towards them slightly different than others. And it's like, just on an observational level, like one of the things I learned years ago, I'll say in my journey, it was about like how in Africa, in ancient days, like, well, I'm not necessarily, I won't say ancient days, but like on the, in the tribal days, Uh the tribal eras, um, they used to observe nature. They would observe animals in nature and they would observe it heavily and daily and through that they would gain understanding of how those animals react to nature which in the sense you know we live in nature so it would be good to understand how nature responds to those reactions and everything else it's just like a big cycle of energy you know yes yes
0: I love that. I love that. Yes. Um, also, when I think about the past, I think I love the whole Egyptian mythology. Um, they would go out and because oh, yeah. they were in such a rich environment. You know, Africa, all the wild animals, a lions, gazelle, a wildebeest, and they would go out and see how the lions hunted and they would see, like, um, like you said, the instincts and the way that nature reacts and just how it's so perfectly orchestrated. It's perfect. It has a whole cycle of life and death. And like you said, there are fingerprints right. everywhere. And I want to bring this quote up that I often bring up. It's, it's just, this is from the Freemasonic Encyclopedia. This is their definition <clears throat> of an atheist. Here, check it out. I think you'd like this. To the okay. Freemasons, this is the definition of an atheist. It is one who does not believe in the existence of God. Such a state of mind can only arise from the ignorance of stupidity or a corruption of principle since the whole universe is filled with the moral and physical proofs of a creator so even them themselves the freemasons the people who supposedly rule the world they're telling you in your face if you're an atheist you're an idiot you're stupid can't you see look at the trees look at the plants look at the sun it's all created by something now they want to attribute it to some evil spirits or some some dark entities but even they are admitting that none of this happens by accident there's there's something behind. Somebody pushed the start button to start this whole thing. It doesn't. It didn't happen by a big bang, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I honestly I feel the same way, man. Like, and this that's a very interesting definition because even in that, like, when you like when I have discussions like this at this point in my life, like, I can't help but see the duality of things. Like, so it's like interesting too because to what they said, it definitely makes sense. But then we can even break down that when they say that they're like idiots or they're dumb or whatever Mm -hmm. you can even look at the whole system that we live under and the level of restriction on knowledge so it's like they're in a sense using their ego to define something as well Mm -hmm. and you know understanding that uh fear or what is it yeah fear by definition is a lack of knowledge so a person would be inclined if they if they read that from a person they considered a higher power a person would be inclined to think or subconsciously intake. You know, a negative perspective if they say that it could be something to do with dark magic or black magic or something negative in general mm-hmm. because of that lack of knowledge that they have. Mm-hmm. It just fuels that fear.
0: Oh, I love that. Fear is the lack of knowledge. And that's true, that's what it is. Humans are afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of death. We're afraid of suffering, of loss because we don't want to experience Absolutely. those things that we don't really understand. That's amazing. So tell me, brother, on your bio here, it says eight years ago you started learning. What was it? What triggered you? What was it that you started researching first?
1: Man, that's... (laughs) The start of the story is actually funny. I mean, like, years ago, I had seen or I came across the movie Zeitgeist. yes. (laughs) And it was like, before that happened, it was just like, now reflecting on it is funny to think about, but like it was like a period of my life where i just kept seeing weird or random stuff that was weird or random to me back then like hearing stuff about the moon like people talk oh and then honestly 911 like 911 was a big thing for me because i was in school in geometry class you know where they had the the desks lined up and the tv mounted in the corner above okay. the door okay and like i was sitting three seats behind it so i was right there and when they were showing all of that stuff on the news and then i remember years later like when the internet got bigger and bigger because this was between 2000 and 2004. So years later I would see people you know just randomly pop up on Facebook and different sites when they got bigger talking about like oh yeah this is this and this is that in the background like and I honestly it was crazy because I vividly remembered everything I seen on the TV. Mm. So like I remember seeing like when they showed those different angles and different pictures that became magazine covers. Yeah. I remember seeing those live on the TV. Right. So when they would show a picture and they show these two buildings, and then the backdrop, it was like a mountain of, like, trees and stuff. Uh And then when I see the picture in the newspaper, it was just a sunset, one of those, like, one of those sunsets you'd see, like, fighter pilots from America walking in slow motion in front of like after they just destroyed a whole team of like fighters you know like that type of stuff (laughs) like it was like one of those sunsets where it's like man bad stuff happened but we're making it go America Uh it was like that type of stuff it was like legit propaganda and I'm like seeing this stuff and remembering this stuff and realizing I'm like what is happening like Mm. and then it was like you know all of these little pieces and parts led to just seeing like Facebook groups and or Zeitgeist, I'll say, too, and then just seeing Facebook groups, like, talking about, like, oh, yeah, and the moon landing, and this and this and that, and I'm, like, then I started discovering pages on Flat Earth, and, you know, I didn't know anything about that, so when I first heard it, I'm, like, okay, that's interesting, but, again, too, Zeitgeist said a little about it, but when I first watched that movie, it was more so in the, like, I was in this, I need to confirm what I've Feel, what i feel like i've realized you know from seeing that stuff on tv till now
2: right right so yeah. i was
1: like that stuff interested me the most and it was like trippy and crazy you know you get that full body like shiver kind mm-hmm, of feeling like that mm-hmm. vibe that resonating feeling like yeah this is okay this is some serious stuff yeah man, so it see- was like that it was oh yeah go ahead go
0: ahead go ahead
1: sorry okay yeah i was gonna say it was like that stuff and then from there was like uh let me see that stuff is like oh yeah the flat earth round earth group so like i jumped on i'll try to i'll make this a a shorter spot no i think take your time piece, but, uh, we
0: got time we got time <laughs> yeah but
1: uh oh yeah true we do have time but um yeah it was like i would see these groups pop up and they were just like hey suggestion group or suggestion for this and i jump in a group and this dude was like hey man f you like the earth is round and he was like Oh, you flirfer, whatever I learned with a flir for them. Like, he was like, Oh, your family hates you. The earth is flat. I'm Like, what? Like, they were just going crazy. And it was like, it was funny, but it was shocking. But it was like, I, it was entertainment, I guess, at that point.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I joined this group and I would just see them saying that stuff. And literally a week into it, I seen this guy randomly post a video like, Hey, Moon Landing was fake. <laughs> and I'm like, What? like what i mean not like what like i'm distraught like i cried a red white and blue tear when i seen them take off from the moon and like (laughs) no was just like i'm like what just more stuff to add to the fuel of me learning new things and seeing that the world is different than it is you know Mm -hmm. and it's like that that person that posted that um that video i watched it like i watched when they took off from the moon and left whoever was holding the camera up there Mm. and uh i watched when when the takeoff happened and how they uh it looked like maybe they had a person in a green screen suit flicker some glitter at the screen.
2: Yeah. Because from
1: the center of the screen, you see like the glitter explosion. I don't know which mechanical devices they built into those foil-covered machines that you know created that spark, but I'd be interested to find out. Well, I would have been interested to find out, I'll say honestly. But the guy that they last recorded an interview from discussing like the moon landings and going back, he said, "Oh, we could or we did," but we destroyed all the footage and the technology we used, which is a whole nother story. But
2: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, like, you know, that basically just got me on my journey. Like the person that posted that video, he was heavy into Kemet. So I started learning about Kemet and ancient Egypt from there. And essentially remembering the synapses in my subconscious that essentially were like, Hey, this is who you are. And this is who you are. And this is why you've had dreams every single time you've been to sleep your entire life. Like, Like, literally, I can, like, chill and just take a nap or doze off in a nap and I have a dream. Like, it just, it's been like that my whole life. Mm. And it's just, you know, just things kept connecting and I just kept learning from there all in all.
0: Oh, man, I love that. Yeah, see, that's the story I hear often. It's one little thing that captures someone's attention, but then they go out of their way to actually look it up. My question always is, what is it, I'm going to ask you, Jay, why do you think it is that Mm -hmm. some people can see that stuff but it'll be like, nah, I don't want to look into it. Or, nah, that's bullshit. They're lying. Like, What do you, and what do you think that separates those people from, their, from the ones that say, oh, well, that's weird. Like you said, you started remembering all the shit you actually saw on TV. You were like, wait, this is not matching up. And then you went to investigate. What do you think it is that that creates some people to like shut off and just want to be um, ignorant and not to look into it? you think it's fear? Or what do, what do you think it is?
1: Definitely was one of the answers. I'd say honestly... It's it always in my mind aligns with fear or just like lack of knowledge on the level of I've discovered or I've learned in my life that we learn in three different ways, symbolism, trauma and repetition. Mm. So with the repetition of knowledge that may lack substance or truth, it becomes your truth. And, you know, through that, it can be I mean, you know, it can be hard. That creates a stubborn individual. When it comes to like, like, you know, I've seen people, you know, I've met people that are still religious and I'm not being aggressive or attacking, but we're just having conversation and they know the stuff that I research and talk about. So we'll, you know, go back and forth and discuss it, excuse me, but, um, yeah, and they'll get defensive at times. And, you know, it's like, to me, I always have like an example I would give people was say you wake up in the morning, you know, you get ready for your day, everything's normal put your clothes on for work, you go to work, you go in, you go into work and you sit down in your chair, your coworker walks over, says, Hey, how's it going? You know, sits next to you. You're like, you know, what's up? Nothing much hanging out by the, you know, get these eight hours in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they say, but I just have one question. And then they say, why don't, why don't you have a shirt on
2: uh-huh. now?
1: you sitting you're sitting there and you know for a fact you have a shirt on you got dressed for work you're not going to walk into your job with dress pants on and no shirt that huh. would be crazy right,
2: right.
1: <laughs> and you know just sit down casually and work like nothing's out of the normal so you would rather than get defensive and be like oh what the like you know get crazy and just be like man you're dumb you're stupid you're an idiot you would laugh likely you know because you understand within yourself and you can literally see it that you have a shirt on mm-hmm. And there's no reason to be defensive when you know your truth that securely.
0: Mm. But if you're but questioning seems, your rea- mm-hmm. if you're not sure, you start second guessing, wondering, making sure you have a sure Exactly. On. Ah,
1: I see. That's interesting. <laughs> leads to anxiety, mm. can lead to every other lower vibrational emotion after that. Because anxiety, I've learned as well, is like aligned with, it's, al- it's almost like synonymous with excitement. So like when you're really excited, like when you know when you're a kid and your birthday's coming up and you know you want some gifts, but you don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And say you walk in the house and you see big, like a multiple boxes in your kid mind that analyzes everything. You're like, oh, I know that has to be at least two things or more.
2: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and like you get that excitement. Right. It's like, boom. And let's, call, let's call that energy, anxiety and excitement, like energy, energy 10. Like you're just hype, you're ready. But energy 10 with no label. It's just a high vibrational space of energy.
2: Mm. If you
1: wanna be in that space that you're in, excitement. If you don't wanna be in that space that you're in, anxiety. Mm. And anxiety, you know, that can lead to layers of responses. Defensiveness, you know, just I mean, you know, it's just anything I'll say under that low vibrational scale. Right. It can, Mm. you know, bring that out. Fear, anger, anything. Mm.
0: Yeah, and then it could lead to depression or hurting yourself, or eating a lot, exactly. bad patterns. Right now, when you were talking about anxiety, I, I want to bring up something that um, I don't think I said on the show, but I think it's something that people can take with them and really analyze how they're feeling. Because I, I don't know where I read this, but um, somebody said that depression is worrying about the past and anxiety is worrying about the future. So, Either way, you're not living in the moment. You're worried about something that happened or something that can happen. And in that in and itself, you're not living in the moment. And we all know that the best place to be is in the moment because you're like a child. A child lives in the moment. And once they start growing up and really remembering shit, they become anxious they they want their birthday to come quicker they want christmas to be here they want they want things now and that's that desire that buddha says is what creates the suffering this anxiety this need to fill this emptiness that we want to I don't know what it is. The self just wants some type of distraction, like you said, something to take it away from introspecting and really looking deep inside and analyzing oneself. And that's why I believe again, COVID was a really good catalyst to get people to like really change their life or to try something different or at least to think if what they're doing currently is the thing that they actually want
1: to do. Absolutely, I agree.
0: Now let me ask you this: You now you're like a spiritual helper, life coach, advisor. When did you realize that this was going to be your path? After you started doing your research and working on yourself? Now tell me, what was it that you worked on yourself? Because you said you, you had things that you had to work on yourself, traumas and reconnecting with your childhood through your shadow self, through the shadow work. How did this type of work come about?
1: Honestly, I, in my opinion, it feels like it came about, like like not in like, not to say in the worst way possible, literally, but like, Just like when you keep going through things and then you just keep hitting those lows and then you hit a point where you're just like, man, I got to like go away kind of and go into like hibernation mode and Mm. just sort this stuff out. I got to figure out why I keep feeling this way. Like I had to understand that I keep giving to people way more than I receive. Mm. I had to realize that from being a kid and being the odd one out or being treated like that for years in my life, like... I developed this essentially character that I played and it was still a piece of me in there. But over time, you know, when you're people pleasing and you're doing what makes other people happy and it's not necessarily because you want to fit in. And for me, it was, a, if anything, it was probably a mix I'd say of wanting to fit in, of course, because you don't want to feel left out like that because it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm an empathetic person. I've always been an empath. So I've always just genuinely enjoyed helping people. So like to that point, that's one of the reasons why like I love the fact that I can do this for a living now because it's a way for me to like people can schedule sessions like we can talk about literally whatever because it's like that's why I like to um, or I changed the title over time before I finalized everything to life coach slash advisor because I'm a thinker, and I know how to break things down. I've learned how to break things down based on per- a person's energy. Mm. So, like, you know, it's like when you go to a party, and you walk in a room, and different groups are everywhere. They're all going to have different frequencies in each group. So, right, right. like, I've developed the ability. And, two, I know for a fact, ironically, it comes from the masks, the mask days, I should say, you know, as a kid and growing up and just wanting to be there and not be the, the butt of a joke or, you know, whatever else may come with just being that oddball out or the odd one out. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, in that, like I was saying, I, I just, I hit a point where I realized, man, you're hella nice and not everybody is.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: and, you know, you, you may need to go away kind of, like I said, like just kind of tuck yourself away and really just kind of go within and learn yourself and like through that journey, like, from then to now it's like i began to realize why i've had dreams my whole life like i began to realize from like a broader perspective it's like as i learned self it was almost like like on grand theft auto when you walk around and then you can adjust your camera it was like throughout my life Mm -hmm. i was living just through the eyes and not really realizing all of the things good and bad that were happening and why they were happening and then as I learned self more, it was almost like when you adjust the camera. Wow. And then you just zoom it out and you can see shit from a higher, or things from my, my bad, see things from a higher perspective.
2: Right. And,
1: yeah. uh, you know, just kind of gauge things differently. It's like, I think one of the most important parts about this journey, for me at least it was, I'm not sure about everyone else, but when I realized, what I talked about earlier briefly, the stream of thought that is thought, the way I see it, mm-hmm. I when once I realized that I wasn't my thoughts that I was the awareness behind them and like when I learned that I learned that when you learn how to quiet your mind from that perspective like it's life-changing right. because right. you can almost hear it as just literally a stream of noise especially if you're meditating right and then it's just like you can just kind of step to the side of it or imagine you know visualize you're just in the space in the black nothingness and you're just floating up there like a superhero and you just see this brightly colored beam of like energy just kind of bending around past you and you can see that as like the thought
0: that's amazing brother that little metaphor you gave about grand theft auto i love that that reminded me of i had a conversation with a guy he said that the way his path was it's like he became he he came online like all of a sudden he got a bigger perspective of the picture of, of life and was like wait I'm just this little speckled thing, and I think I'm so important, but there's more to this than just me. It's not just me. And then he went down through meditating and figured out exactly like you, that you are are not your thoughts. And so, another thing I remember reading a while back is that when you're meditating, you know, sit up straight, uh, put the tip of your tongue on, on the roof of your mouth, close your eyes, breathe through your nose, <laughs> imagine the breath coming in and out of your nose and then watch your thoughts and as your thoughts come eventually you'll start realizing that these thoughts come up they have a crescendo and then they kind of go away and eventually you start to realize that these thoughts are kind of like waves the waves on an ocean they come they they get big but then they go away they kind of dissipate and your job is to just watch them it's not to like focus on one single particular wave and then and then go through that stream of, of thought process it's just watch it watch how your mind does this it always does this. the mind does not want to be still the universe nothing is still in the universe everything is constantly moving and your mind wants to right. do that too it doesn't want like that's so, that's the strangest thing too the worst punishment for a human is uh solitary confinement that's the worst thing that you could give to a a person in jail to be alone because the mind it can't stand that it kind of it, it wants to do anything to distract itself because it doesn't want to analyze itself, in my opinion. And that, from that, you know, that's oh, what all absolutely. the right. That's what all the distractions are in the world: TV, music, media, money, houses. All of this shit is really to distract you. I mean, sure, they have utilities, and it's nice to have nice things. But at the end of the day, these are distractions. And what we're really, my opinion, what we're really here to do. What I say always in my podcast is. The, for me the two reasons of life is to to enjoy with others and to help one another raise each other's consciousness and learn as much as you can and you do that through this through uh, knowing who you are you're not your thoughts but watch the thoughts and then analyze the world and see what you're in see the nature that you're in see that this is a creation and we have a purpose
1: absolutely Man, and, I couldn't agree more honestly it's like to that point it's like it's funny you say that because to me it's like Similarly, the purpose of life for me is like learning self, learning how to manipulate matter, and then utilizing the knowledge. just like the movie Lucy. Like what Morgan Freeman said, it's like what else can you do with knowledge but pass it forward?
2: Mm. Like
1: I've always thought from a perspective, or not always, but, you know, always, when I say always in this walk, in this journey, like I've thought like when you, when you, and it's interesting the way it works out. So it's when you learn self, you gain that knowledge you learn how to manipulate matter and understanding that you know your thoughts become your reality and your words kind of add horsepower to that manifestation
2: mm.
1: and it's like you know when you essentially uh, how do i want to word it i think i kind of just lost it off. Oh, my brain but my I, brain i love that maybe i can so help you
0: often. maybe i can help you uh make that out like you were talking about yeah. how you, your thoughts create your reality but then i think that's why a whole lot of people are now coming up with this manifestation thing that you have to write down your thoughts like actually put it down in, in physical right. form like and that enhances it and then you you start chanting it actually repeating it and then you you amplify like you say you amplify you give it more power for it to become a, a reality
1: yeah and yeah it, I, I definitely like i mean i'm in i get into segue i'm sure you could tell because like you know once you go into that flow state it just kind of you veer off based on what things pop up and how they how they affect where your thought is going.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But but to go back on that, uh, it also bothers me how some people say, uh, just write down, I'm going to be rich, and then you'll be rich. But no, no, it goes more than that. You actually have to do things to, to make that money come about. You're not just going to say, I wish for money, I wish for money. You have to actually oh, yeah. do what you love, like figure out what you're about, why you were born, and what your talents and what your gifts are. Harness those and then use those to help others, and then eventually the money will come to you. Because once, I don't know. I'm sure. Well, you're doing this. I want to ask. How did? What did you used to do before, and how did you transition into doing this now?
1: So actually, before it was, I was like in a complete opposite spectrum of career fields. Like I was actually a network security engineer. Okay. So like I worked with computers. Like long story short, I watched my company's networks to make sure hackers didn't get in and you know go crazy
2: okay
1: and you know when they did we would you know create incidents and do the work necessary to investigate sort out the issues and then create a report and you know have like the meeting where we talk about what happened and how we prevented it and what we can do in the future to further secure so it was like it's super technical Mm -hmm. but like it's it's just you know i've always loved computers like growing up I had a computer way back in the, in the gateway computer days and the Packard Bell days and mm. had the dial up internet. Yeah. Yeah. It was so like, yeah, I was just always like, I was the kid that literally clicked and opened every single folder on the computer, not knowing that if I deleted something in system 32, we might not have a computer anymore. And <laughs> I'm going to have to make something up as a kid because <laughs> I don't need that drama. <laughs> right. Right. But like, yeah, computers and stuff have always interested me. So like I just ended up over time, I wasn't and honestly I'll, I'll i guess just the story a little bit more um from 2009 to 2012 i was in the military or no i'm sorry 2004 to 2007 i was thinking of my job i had a job after that utilizing like the security clearance i got in the military so okay. in the military i was in intel from 04 to 07 and i worked essentially on like it was similar to what i did like in my previous job before switching over to the life coaching but it was kind of like a mix of everything. It was like really general. Like I got trained on like, oh, this is operation security. This is intelligence security. This is all of the different security types. And then mm-hmm. through my job, we would kind of cycle through different things. Like I learned signals. That was one of the most interesting things I'll say I'd ever learned in the military. Um, to think, to describe that, because it was like, a, obviously there's things I can and can't say, but basically... Everything is, that's another thing that's interesting too. It kind of ties into this whole conversation. Like learning signals, you learn that everything is energy again, you know? So like you learn that signals are everywhere. Like it's essentially energy everywhere, constantly moving in cycles or in flows or at particular frequencies. And then you can classify or assign these ones, different names and stuff. And then, so say you see a signal, say you see a blank map, right? We'll say like, I'm looking at the screen. I can see the truth in media symbol in the center. Okay. So say you see like a frequency moving from left to right going through like the center of it so say you see a frequency and it's like moving like 100 hertz i guess and then you see it all of a sudden hit like 10 and then you see it hit like 50 for a certain amount of time then you see it hit 10 again and then you see it 100 again after that that would tell me for a fact that there's some form of a structure there because there has to be something that's affecting that signal from just moving 100 Uh, hertz all the way across hmm. and like you know just it's just interesting because. Literally, everything's energy. You can map frequencies and map entire spaces. You may not know exactly what's there without visually being able to see it, but you'll know for a fact that something's there. At least something's there obstructing the, the consistent flow, you know?
0: Hmm. I, it sounds very technical, but w- if, if, am yeah. I saying it right in saying that they're just training you how to see and analyze things?
1: Essentially, yeah. It's like ultimately they were training us how to, like, in the layers of energy and how it flows hmm. okay. <laughs> at its core. Okay. Yeah.
0: And
1: then from there? And then from there, it was like, basically, like, I had gotten um, a top secret clearance from that. And then from there, I would utilize my clearance to get the next few jobs that I got. Mm -hmm. Until I hit a point with my last job where I didn't actually need a clearance. It was like a regular, like, an edit insurance company. So it was just like a situation where they contacted me i got the job description and it was literally exact it was like the exact description of what i did at the job prior okay so it was just like all right cool and then you know i got into it but even that like i was there and it's funny because through this time that i was sorting everything out of my life i was that that company for eight years and it was like over that time i realized i wasn't being respected Mm. didn't get promoted the way i should have gotten promoted but did the most work Mm always knew everything because I had been there for so long. I knew everybody at the company, like people never had issues working with me, always did everything I needed to do, but just never got treated the way that I should have gotten treated. And then, you know, it was like a mix of that and just a lot of other things. And I hit a point where I just realized it was just not time to be there anymore. And there was a lot of stuff going on with the COVID and everything too, you know, like with jobs trying to, you know, force people to get the shots, which is a whole nother topic in itself again. Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's just, it's just a lot was going on. But like, I remember just waking up one day and realizing that I'm not going to be disrespected by anybody ever again. Like that's just what it all comes down to. You know, it's like, I'm going to be places where I'm respected or I'm going to create my own space where I know I'm going to be respected.
0: I love that brother. I love that because, um, I've read this book. I think you'd like it. It's called, um, how to win friends and influence people. And in it, it gave us a statistic about people and marriage and workplaces and it said let me ask you Jay this question what do you think the number one reason for divorce is? Lack of communication? That's number two but number one oh. is is not feeling appreciated and that's the same thing uh. with people in their jobs so many people are not happy in their job or in their marriage because they don't feel appreciated and you're right I've noticed too first it started in academics they started rewarding the the laziest people the people who whine and complain the most and now it's even spread into jobs and even my job i work at a machine shop even like uh blue collar jobs i've noticed that people are favoring lazy people and they're just abusing and um, kind of how would you say uh taking advantage of the hard workers like you people who who know their shit they just they just take advantage of them because they know that they know how to, to get the work done and they don't necessarily appreciate them or elevate them to the you know, to like to be, get promoted because then they're afraid that these people are gonna take someone's job and, and, and that's just a pattern I've noticed that people are not happy at their job because they're not being appreciated by, by the people who employ them.
1: Yeah, I could not agree more yet again. Like it's and it's funny too because out you know, you I'd work for this company and I'd hear like that you know, all you do a great job and everything, and like you're super intelligent, this and that and the third, and say thanks, of course. And like, once review time comes around, mm-hmm. it's just all of a sudden, oh man, you could have did this. Right. And I'm like looking like, bro, you could have told me if that was true, like months prior. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. right.
1: <laughs> you know, it's just like stuff just never added up. But then it, now you even saying that, it makes sense. It's like people fear the person that may eventually take their position. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, what happened mm, yeah. after you decided that you were not gonna be uh, disrespected? Did you quit automatically, or were you looking around to s- to seeing what you could do?
1: I I'm de- I definitely looked around, and I even thought about like going back into the industry if you know things get slower, don't really work out, but or like not work out, but you know like until things build up, I'll say.
2: Okay. But
1: um, yeah, it's just I hit that point where I was just like I woke up one day and I looked. I looked at the ceiling and I literally took, like I said to myself, I'm, I, I can't do this. Like, and you know, like we had our call <laughs> and it was funny because when it happened, I didn't have that, you know, sometimes you'll think of something even like, man, I don't need this shirt, forget them and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then you start getting that crazy feeling in your body.
0: <laughs> like what? Explain.
1: Like just like that feeling like, uh, like maybe even fear, like jitter, that anxiety feeling I'll even say, we can call it. Okay. Yeah. But like when that happened, like that morning when I woke up, like I felt nothing, like nothing at all. It was just like, it was almost as if to me, like my spirit team was just like, I mean, finally woke up, didn't you? Like, you, Mm -hmm. you know, like you need to understand and realize who you are and what you are and understand your power and learn to not be disrespected because it may make times you know lesser than you would like you know for any given reason it can you know you can just leave a place and not have anything after that and you know it can get rough times can get rough but ultimately when you when you in a sense i i'll say build your character a particular way and you refuse to like waver from it you're you're gonna get where you want to get because that energy is constantly going to be reflected and eventually there's going to be another energy out in the world, whether it be like a partner you end up being with or whether it just be literally a business partner or just a person that just happens to come across you, your energies, if they're similar, they're going to mesh in some way, you know, like I, that's how I feel it works, like energies attract like energies,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: so it's like, you know, it, to me, that's just the way I've thought and once I've, you know, began to really, really, really follow through in that, way of thinking, it's like things have just been aligning left and right. Like, of course, like I said, there's, I mean, I don't know if I said it actually, but there's going to be high times and low times no matter what in life. But to me, as long as you stick to what you, what you know and understand that you're going to get where you want to get as long as you just, you know, tell yourself in your mind, you know you're going to get there, yeah. things will inevitably align. And I feel like when things get lower and when bad times come, it's just all tied to the lesson that comes before. Cause to me, that's what shadow work is. It's like embracing those emotions that you ran from your whole life or that your subconscious locked away because it was so traumatic, it could have affected you in a crazy way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you you know, you know embrace those emotions, it's gonna suck. Like it's gonna hurt heavy. You're gonna have tears and everything else that come along with it. But it's like that process to me that teaches you that you don't always need if you say you had a situation with someone else, you don't always need that other person there to justify or get the questions answered that you want to answer. Right.
2: right.
1: Like you're not, you know, you're not in control of anyone else's energy. Because people can send you energy all day and night, but you are responsible for how you respond to that energy. Yes. And when you realize that you hold that power to literally respond how you choose, you know, it's just like it changes the game. Yes.
0: Yes. I love that bro. And man, that made me think right now, like yeah what well you were saying that shadow where it's gonna hurt and suck and you might cry but that's necessary you need to look at that because people will spend right. their whole fucking life masking that with either an addiction or some type of thing that's harming them and they will live out their lives at a job that they hate for their whole life because they're afraid of like like you said you it, it takes the trust you have to really trust yourself and trust the universe that you're gonna go out and make your own journey because there's this quote in Pink Floyd, a song. Uh, I think it's the song Time. It says uh, something along the lines that men uh, will live lives of quiet desperation. They will hate their lives, but they won't say anything or, or make a change because of the fear of either losing everything or, or not ending up where they want to be. But I love that people like you and a lot of people around the world that are like jumping off, like saying, fuck it, fuck my job. Like even I might not have money, I might not be able to pay rent. But I'm gonna figure out I'm gonna do something that I, I enjoy and that I wanna do. So after that, did you quit automatically or what what was the process, Jay?
1: Well um, yeah, well no let's see and too, funny enough, like <laughs> I should have, but no, I didn't. I like it was just that morning when that decision came across my mind and like I didn't feel any like negative feelings out after it. Like, you know, I and it was at a point where we were just working from home and everything, so Got on the call, you know, logged in for work and got on our daily morning meeting to discuss what we did the day before, what we're going to do, and how the projects are going and whatnot. And I gave my updates and then said, and yeah, I'm putting in my two weeks. And yeah, it was probably the most quiet i've ever experienced on one of those morning calls <laughs> so i had to mute my i had to mute my phone immediately after because i almost laughed
2: like oh my god because again
1: it wasn't even like it wasn't even like you know awkward or weird it was just like because at, at that moment i realized i was kind of moving to my power so
2: mm. it
1: was just like i let him know and then it got quiet and then like you know i got a, a hit up from my boss afterwards on the side and he was like yeah man i didn't even know him. Blah, blah, blah. i'm thinking like well hey you know i It is what it is.
2: Right.
1: Like, and, you know, it just, it was just the feeling that I got. And then after that day of work and I just kind of sat back and reflected on it. It didn't feel real at first because, you know, it was kind of like a first real time in my adult life where I was just kind of standing up for myself and Mm. refusing to be disrespected. And like that process led to me eventually analyzing every relationship in my life like friends family everything like i'm in a point right now in my life where i essentially don't really have any old friends like friends that i thought i'd have forever because i realized like man when when i go through my phone and i hit my friends up and i see like five or ten messages in a row over like months that i've just hit them up whether it's just sending them information i found or just saying hey what's up let's link up or Hey, it's been a minute and blah, 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 and just not getting the responses back. It's like, wow. yeah, I don't, when it's all said and done, it's like, I don't deserve that shit from nobody, mm-hmm. you know, like not a single person because yeah. <laughs> it's like those people that you would expect to see the opposite from every time, it's just, you know, it is what it is. And to that point, I didn't even really hold grudges with them because I understand my role is in everything 50-50 you know, Mm -hmm. or my role in everything is 50-50. Like, I made choices no matter what through life to be the person that I was. Like, when I learned how to put that mask on as a kid, that was me. That was my doing. So I'm going to have equal parts in everything no matter what. But at the same time, showing love is showing love. Like, being real is being real. Being brothers or friends is being brothers or friends, you know? It's like, it's just what it is. And it's like, at its core, if you're not getting that same love or being reciprocated, it's like, you just don't need to be there because if not, you're just letting stagnant energy in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought of something that I was gonna say earlier. Just now, I remembered it. Like. Let's see. Let's see. It was like an analogy tied to like when we were talking about like the water. We were talking about water flowing and uh, uh-huh. like it's like thinking about emotion, like energy and motion, like you had said. It's like. When you allow that energy or that emotion to come in and ego to come in and to use that emotion to to kind of control what you do or say, it's like, I see it as like how you were talking about, like when you meditate and you let the the energy flow. So you can think of like emotions as like internally, you have this like breaker wall to where it kind of helps, you know, as you learn yourself and you build yourself up, you kind of build this breaker wall. Mm. And then the waves can crash against that wall these waves of emotion but what you're supposed to do like you said is kind of acknowledge them and kind of let them flow in their natural way and eventually you know they'll keep on moving or flowing around or even if they go above they'll just keep flowing right but it's all based on your understanding and your intentional you know interpretation i'll say but when you you know you just don't do that shadow work and you just kind of let the emotions do what they do they keep hitting that breaker wall and then imagine as those waves of emotions, those energy, that energy, emotion keeps gathering more energy, it keeps kind of hitting that wall and you start having little splashes that go over that wall into that space that it's not supposed to be in. Uh, And then as it keeps happening, it keeps happening to get stronger and stronger. You eventually build this huge pool of emotion inside that wall, inside of you, inside the space is not necessarily supposed to settle in. And then there you have stagnant energy. And then you're just the stagnant energy, low vibrational energy, feeling person or low energy feeling person that responds to a lot or most things in life at that point with ego and emotion.
0: Mm, yes, I love. And it's in a
1: sense you lose yourself.
0: I love that, brother. Yeah, yeah. And um, it reminds me of something else I heard. I think one of the most important things that we're here to do is to master our emotions. Don't let your emotions oh, yeah. control you. Because that's essentially what a lot of people who are not on this path, they feel something and then they just run away with that emotion and and all these thoughts come up. And it's just like, dude, that's not you. Just master your emotions. See how your thoughts are affecting the way that you feel. And then that in turn affects the way that
1: you behave. Oh, yeah, man. And And it's a crazy game, too, because of the world, you know, the world we live in, it's like they 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 the people that are in or i say that the people that are in power but at this point in my understanding of things the system is crumbled as of right now so i look at them and think of it as the people that were in power but you know to make it understandable i usually say that but it's like to me it's like they only hold that power that they have because they've created such a layered system of distractions.
0: Yes, yes. It's That's, like,
1: yeah. like I've learned that the government, you know, govern means control. Mm-hmm. Ment, mente, it's Latin for mind. Right. So, like, this literal powerhouse, alleged powerhouse of people are literally called mind control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they use the media to put their messages out there and look in the media and find out hey media is the name of a greek goddess of deception and yeah. manipulation yes. and like bro what it's is in this the world right now right. Because... <laughs>
0: Dude, yeah it's fucking wild yeah. like and when they, then you point this stuff out to people and then they'll call you crazy and that's the wildest thing that you can show somebody the truth and then they'll mock you and that's how fucking deep the brainwashing is, is. That, that they mastered it like that that's 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 real gangster shit. Like, people who, who work for the Bloods or the Crips, they think they're gangsters. No, it's the people in government who make the laws to allow them to to fuck us all over. Like, that's really gangster shit right there.
1: Right. Man, that's like an ironic statement, too. It's like, not, and of course, not to even throw shade. Of course, it's never throwing shade at anybody because a lot of people lack knowledge. But it's like, you you have situations where, you know, I'll just say you have situations where, you know, sometimes throughout history, crates have popped up in hoods, Mm -hmm. you know, crates of all kinds of interesting things that go pew pew. Mm -hmm. And these people will get these things and it'll further, you know, deepen that crazy aggression between the same people essentially. And people get, those people get like revered or looked at as like gangsters, like you were saying, like, you know, thugs and everything else. But it's like, but who gave them
2: that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Who's
1: manufacturing this level. shit and pumping it out all over? But, yeah. you know, it's like, like you said, those are the ones. Like.
2: yeah.
0: So I want to touch back on something that you said, because I think it was really important. You said that you started contacting people that you thought were your friends. And um, I want to say this to the audience. People like it may, maybe to some, some people may feel that you're being a jerk because you're not hitting them up or, or, or being pals like the old days. But at some points, like you, Jay, you have to realize and stand up for yourself and, like, not feed relationships that are feeding you. Like, just eventually, once you start living your true path, these people will, will walk away themselves. They'll be like, oh, this guy, he thinks he's the shit. I'm like, no, dude, it's just he's working on himself, and you should too. And it bothers me because I have a couple people in my life now that I've kind of separated myself from because they were not – It's not that they weren't on the path, it's just they're not I don't know, I don't like talking shit, it's just they're not on the path and and they think that Yeah, oh
2: yeah.
0: And that because that you're working on yourself that 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 you think that you're better than them. But it's like no man, we we all have different we're all starting at different places and and our our goal is to, to get better. So let me ask you, Jay, you, you did put your two weeks in, and then what? how did you start doing this life coaching? Did you take a seminar, a, a coach, a class? How did you become who you are now?
1: Honestly, funny enough, like, I didn't do any certification or any of that stuff. It was like throughout this process of like learning myself and just having like friends that like I do have like random friends, not random, obviously in a disrespectful way, but like friends that I do still keep in touch with from the past, like not that I like necessarily really just hang out with and, you know, hang like you would think friends do, but people that I do still contact and like that are on the, their own paths as well. And, you know, like we're, we're on IG and we're friends, so we'll talk on there a lot as well and stuff, send jokes back and forth, talk about spirituality, everything. And it's like, uh, basically, uh, I lost it again. I lost. It. I lost my space.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm asking you about once you put your two weeks in, and you didn't get no certification or anything. How did you? Start oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry
1: about that. All right, yeah. Okay, we're back. So yeah, it was like <laughs> funny. It was funny because basically over the last four, mm, yeah, I'll say over the last four years, I had basically been, you know, for me, rehealing, you know, past trauma, past life trauma reconnecting with my inner child through the shadow work and all that stuff through that process i realized that it was something that i could do to help mm-hmm. others and then on top of that through the friendships that i had made old and new or reconnected with old and new just through like you know social media and talking and keeping in touch like i was explaining like essentially i realized it through literally having live sessions with my friends like without realizing it at first mm-hmm. you know just hitting points where, like, they'll hit me up and say, like, this is going on or that's going on. And it's like, without hesitation, without even having to think, I would just literally be able to just start typing and talking to them about a perspective of what they're talking on or something that may maybe can help. Because yeah. I think like that, you know, I think like, oh, maybe this will help as I'm, like, typing or texting or whatever. Mm. And then it, it hit a point where it was just, like, people would respond in very positive ways, you know, and say, thank you so much. Or I could see you being, like, doing, like, this type of stuff or blah, blah. blah. And I'd laugh and be like, oh, well, you know, hey, it could be what my future is. And But then I just hit that point where I had that moment where it clicked. And it was just like, this is it. Like,
2: wow.
1: like this is a way where I can help people. I can earn a living. And it's not something that I'll get taken for granted in. Mm-hmm. And also along with learning how to set proper boundaries from self-love in my life, this is that's the boundary. My job would be the boundary. You know, it's like we would have these sessions. People can set up and then we can have the session talk about whatever and i can help them they can if i see that they feel better from that that makes me feel like the greatest you know Mm -hmm. and then it's like win-win or you know win-win-win like michael scott would say i love michael (laughs) (laughs) win-win-win man that's amazing so
0: essentially you stumbled into it brother
1: yeah literally it's like just through life experience and just learning self is like I realize this is what I am like. This is why I'm an empath. Like, and see, it's that
0: simple. Like, it's it's while the mental gymnastics people do, and it, and, and it really just is as dumb and cliche as it is. Is just be yourself, and eventually things work themselves out. But you just you can't have fear, and you can't be like, oh, but I have to have my job. Oh, but I have to pay for my house. But it's like, and you gotta have balls, and like to really be able to take jump off the diving board and be like, okay, what am I? Who am I? What are my talents? What am I good at? And, like, this thing, like, it, it may seem like nothing, but, like, some people, some people's lives are such a mess that they don't know where to start. And it takes somebody, like, from an yeah. outside perspective to be like, okay, well, maybe maybe you should do this and this and this. So what is, like, your template? Like, like say somebody comes with you, like, uh, give, without giving names or anything, can you give us an example <clears throat> of some an issue somebody has when they come to you and how you go about uh, maybe working on that?
1: Hmm um yeah definitely so (laughs) i was gonna say i was getting into thinking about it and i didn't want to sound like i was gonna say i don't know but no absolutely but yeah like thinking about it um i mean what it seems like a common issue is is just generally letting go of the past like whether it be letting go of a relationship like just because again you know we learn through repetition symbolism and trauma so like relationships are crazy, because you're going to experience repetition, you're going to experience symbolism, you're going to experience trauma, because when you indulge deeply into a person or into a relationship, especially if you're an emotional person, over time, if you don't kind of keep that, excuse me, if you don't kind of maintain that awareness behind what's going on and how everything is moving, you know, it can, it can create kind of you can create many shells of yourself I'll say Mm. so it's like through that process you can kind of and that means you know like if a person looks at you a certain like say you guys just had an argument and then you know they walk past and they just give you a certain look that they know is going to irk yourself Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) and like they know is going to start some stuff you have to think about why are they doing that as well as why are you irritated and
2: And, might
1: want to fight like you know it's like it's just always going to be different sides but Ultimately, yes, like letting go and I think me personally, like looking at it from an energy level, an energy perspective makes it easier, but it still, you know, takes time for it to really sink in. Like I've learned that a lot of things we learn, even if we agree and believe, we have to hit that point where it clicks. And until we hit that point where it clicks, there may be backsliding there, you know, there may be Mm -hmm. all kinds of just stuff that happens. Because you're always going to, it's you know, you're going to have an emotional attachment. So you're going to always feel comfortable in those things that make you feel happy. Those things that remind you of the good times, you know.
2: Yeah, man,
0: but it's so hard man, it's so hard to just let it go and, and you you're right that's yeah. basically what it is. I mean, Hitler if he could have just let it go and none of that shit would have happened. But no, he was like he <laughs> dug his heels on the ground. He's like, "No, it's the Jews and all of this." And, man, just let it go. Yeah. But like to harp back on it, dude, it's so hard because like sometimes when I drive I like to listen to, mm-hmm. like, meditation music and just, like, watch my thoughts. And then, like, I'll be, like, good and, like, thinking about, oh, we got to help others. We've got to be kind. And then somebody will cut me off, and I'll be like, hey, fuck you, and, like, honk at them. Like, it's just so hard. Like, that line is so thin. I, like, I was good. Right. I was I was thinking about positivity, and somebody just cut me off, and the emotion just kind of, like, overtakes me, and it's it's really hard.
1: Yeah, that's hilarious, that that was an example you brought up, because... Like, with that, I actually have, like, me in traffic. Like, I was always the guy that would be like, oh, man, go ahead and get over. And then proceed <laughs> to slow down 10 fucking miles per hour, you know? And it's like, why? Like, yeah. why? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And then at the same time, it was like, at a certain point, it was like, it's almost, I mean, this may sound, this will sound crazy to people, but I don't really give a fuck. But, you know, it's like, in a sense, when you know, I learned, as I learned myself, it's almost like how you have Rick and Morty, like, you have the Council of Ricks huh <laughs> like imagine if you imagine if you went to that place and then you were you remember they had that super high podium like spot that they all sat in, yeah imagine that being like your your alternate selves from alternate mm. realities or like people used that have conquered those areas, those right. spaces. and because they've achieved that space, they were able to somehow reside in the space of energy of the one that's gonna eventually contain every one of them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it's like, you know, it's like, oh, man, yeah, it happened again. This is the problem, man. I started thinking of Rick and Morty you now. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Morty. Oh, man. Right,
0: they have some trippy-ass ideas. Like, you know, the other thing I love is that they have that game where you you, you basically live out a life,
1: uh, and then you, yeah. when
0: you die, you, you come out the game. And I always think, like, man, what if that's what life is? Something like that.
1: Right. Like, what? yeah, like, what if some people are on, like, you know, I don't know, ships, floating ships. Like, you know that... Oh, I forgot the name of that movie. I wish I remembered. The movie where the guy woke up, they were in, like, pods, and they were traveling across space. Yeah,
0: with the girl, and, Jennifer. Uh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Let me look it up. See yeah, I can he,
1: like, it. woke up early. Yeah. Yeah, and then he was, like, bored, so he woke somebody up.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, like, who knows if, you know, who's to say that there aren't people or entire civilizations on ships like that floating around experiencing this, like on other planets you know who knows mm-hmm. you know <laughs> the movie a lot of it's a lot of wild stuff going
0: the movie is called passenger brother passenger ah,
1: yes passenger y- y'all yes. check
0: it out the people because it's a good movie it, it, it's interesting it's like that's Definitely. again it's being lonely he couldn't take it he couldn't be alone with his thoughts he had to bring someone else like to help him distract yep. him i guess
1: literal yes. example of shadow work like in a movie like mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to watch that movie again now. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna check it out
0: tonight i'm gonna check it out tonight
1: Right, that's what I thank you. Thank well, you. yeah, man. Yeah, you're I, right. Brother. I'm gonna have to remember that point. I'm gonna remember that point eventually. Mm-hmm. It was revolving around a question, right?
2: Uh, shit. Uh... Oh
1: yeah. Oh, the analogy. I actually. Oh man. I am. I'm out here growing up, man. Thank you for this podcast. I appreciate it. But no, I was like, we were talking about driving in traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the two things I had to tell myself and learn was that one, you can't expect anyone else to think the way you do. And two, you never know what a person's going through in life or in that specific time and moment. Right. So, like, say a person cuts me off, and then, or not cuts me off, but like, say a person, get, even if they did cut me off, but say I let a person over and they slow down ten miles per hour, I could think like, "Hey, man, you're a dick," which you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Or I could think like, they could be on the way to work late. They yeah. could be on that day where like, if they where their boss said, "Man, you're late one more time, you're you're done." You know, and, like, they could yeah. be running late even with an excuse or without an excuse. You know, it's, like, yeah. literally there could be highs and lows to every aspect of what is going on in their life in that moment. Yeah. yeah. So, it was, like, learning that and then, ha- oh, that was why the counselors came up. Because it's, like, because I am, I'm not a goofy, you know, per the new slang. But I am goofy as hell. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm always laughing at something.
0: Me too. So, like,
1: you too. know, it's, like, I'll, in my mind, like, that that the Council of Jays, basically, it's, like, they'll be, like, yeah, man, you know. Like I'll, or somebody will cut me off in traffic and I'll just be sitting there thinking like, yo man, there's such a bit, like, you know, like, or there's such a dick or something. And I was like, you like, yeah, man, you feel good now? It's like, you almost in your mind. It's like, hey, you feel better now? Like,
2: Right, right.
1: right. <laughs> now, now that you've done that, you should feel amazing, right? And <laughs> it's yeah. like, obviously, now It's like, I'm sitting there thinking in my head, like, yeah, like, probably should have just shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> like, and you know what's and weird? then it's like, over time, you just learn. And once it clicks, you know, you don't have to think about it. You just remember those two points and then, yeah. eventually driving just becomes a little bit easier of a game yeah for sure but you know what thing i've
0: noticed jay it, it to me uh-huh. i think it comes in cycles like sometimes i'll just like you oh, like yeah. eat, like i'll just yeah go ahead go go ahead go. i'll give you some space i'll break uh go ahead i mean i'll let people come out of parking spots whatever but then sometimes right. i'll be like i'll get agitated like you said something in my life's bothering me and i'm just like me 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 and i'll, I'll cut people off i'm like dude chill out calm down it's like it's a cycle like it yeah. comes in and out, like <laughs> right. waves i guess
1: Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. It's like, I think it's a cycle and it's just, and it's too, it's like the duality. Oh man. One big thing about that. Um, just thinking about ego, like a lot of times I hear people discuss ego death. Now I'm not saying that, you know, to each their own and to each their own understanding, because no matter what their understanding is going to allow them to progress. But, you know, for me, I've I've learned to look at it from a perspective of there is no there is no necessarily there's not necessarily an ego death. I believe that the ego is attached to the physical and just wants to keep itself wants to stay alive. It's in survival mode constantly. Mm-hmm. If it, any any option it has to allow emotions in to you know throw them kamehamehas at anybody or yourself, like it's gonna do it. It's gonna do whatever it can to stay in what it considers I guess life active life or power.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so i see it as like it's more so about mastering the ego because again if everything is energy the ego is energy as well and if you master that energy then you can utilize it in the most efficient ways Mm -hmm. like i consider ego to be in a sense at its core you could even look at it as not necessarily like because when you think ego you think egotistic you think arrogant you think you know that type of stuff but in a sense i'll say this is it not ego when you're telling someone your personal story or your life story and things you've done to progress because yeah. Yeah. they can never live that life they can never live that literal same path like we all have different fingerprints we all have different perspectives of life so we can experience the exact same life but it will literally be two different experiences
0: yeah no yeah totally. so it's
1: like you know it's like to me speaking my truth the time that we've spent on this call enjoying it of course but it's like it's ego you know because it's essentially my theory to hopefully help others it's my theory that i use to plant seeds in others knowing that they'll grow regardless and in that way that they grow it's like like i've learned that you can you know if you're a gardener you can plant your you can barefoot walk around in your garden yeah and over time it'll you know pick up on ailments in your body and provide the things uh, is that can you hear those sirens yeah you,
0: let's, let's- <laughs> Okay, we we had to take a little break guys, but you were saying Jay a cool analogy about your garden. Can you please continue?
1: All right. Yep. No problem. Yeah, so um, yeah, I've learned that, like so in gardening you can walk around barefoot in your garden and Over time the soil that you're walking around in can actually pick up on ailments in your body And it's interesting too. like when I first learned about it I had just learned about like even putting like onions in your socks overnight to like drain, you know different things from your body. Yes So it's like it can pick up on your ailments and then grow like different herbs that can help you heal those things that are wrong with you.
0: Wow, dude, that's some Avatar shit.
1: Wild,
0: dude. I did not know that, but that makes perfect sense. Like, and that's another reason they make us wear rubber on our feet, you know. I mean, we have to, I guess, in this day and age, the
1: soles of our shoes, yeah,
0: yes, the sole of your shoe is the soles are anti-sole, yes, dude. That's fucking amazing. I I don't, I I have no proof of that, but I want to believe it so bad.
1: Hey, I mean, you know, and too, that's the the beautiful thing about life. I say it's like people, you know, like for example, when there's people that just literally, you know, there's people in this world that go around and just shit talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, won't no yay or nay, but they'll just say, Oh, that ain't true or this is true or mm-hmm. and it's like that's why we have the experience of life, man. Like re- that's why I always tell people I never want anyone to ever believe anything that I say. And on top of that, like I said, a lot of my knowledge comes from going within and meditating over time and then reconnecting to things that I've dreamed dreamt about or experienced in life and actually having understanding of them, being able to reflect from the space that I'm in now.
2: Mm. Totally,
1: and man. it's like you know it's like i always tell people don't ever just take my words as truth because you know like i'm not like i'm literally not trying to have followers followers you know i'm like i'm not no, trying to be like a leader of any kind of crazy group or nothing like that like i just am going to be a, a high vibrational being of light that right. spreads the knowledge that i have and with no fear I because that. i literally don't fear anything at this point in my life so it's like it's like when you learn. To me, it's like when you learn yourself and you learn your power. And of course, depending on the individual and their story. Like for me, I see myself as this being that I am, and whenever I leave this space at the time that I believe I will, you know, I'll continue my work in the spiritual and beyond.
2: Mm.
1: So it's like, if I, for example, if people have ever like tried to threaten me or come after me, like any groups, whatever, you know how, the, how this world goes. Yeah. I, in my mind, already know for a 100,000% fact that I will just get to that work in the spiritual and beyond, and I'm going to, you know, likely not be on trash, but be on trash, you know what I mean? Like,
2: Mm.
1: it's like, nah, this wasn't how it was supposed to go down the way I perceived it, so, you know, we'll we'll see what what can go down from there. We'll sort some things out. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's (laughs) Like, I understand that
1: things manifest from the spiritual into the physical, so, you know, I have zero worries.
0: I love that. No fear, no fear at all. Um, I just want to touch back on where you were talking about the ego. I wanted to share this with you. This is something I heard from Terrence McKenna that stuck with me, and and I love I love seeing the ego in in that form. Uh, Terrence McKenna said, "The ego is only there to make sure that you put the food in your mouth so that you survive. It's not there for you to like be doing all this over pompous stuff. I mean, but yeah, you're right." That makes so much. Sense. It, it's it's also. I mean, you can also reflect on yourself and tell your story, and that's, I guess, in a sense, egotistical. But don't take it in as such. It's just you explaining your truth right. to somebody else. So, so I, that
1: yeah, you just helped me give like create a better description of it. It's not that it's egotistical, but it is utilizing the ego for a higher nature. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, I'm telling my story from my experiences that I know some may not be able to understand, comprehend, or fully believe, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to tell my truth raw and uncut because I know that in that, it's going to help somebody. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: Love that. All right, brother, man, this was a great hour. Every time I have these conversations, I feel like I left church. Like I feel empowered, like (laughs) high energy, high vibration and... This is what we're supposed to do, connect with the others. And I actually want to share with you this video. I created a playlist. <clears throat> it's over like 200 videos, of, of, and I put them in order in a way that I feel have the potential to wake up a normie person. So um, this is one of the videos <clears throat> in that playlist, and it's, um, it's called Find the Others uh, by Timothy Leary and Travis Woods. And I think you'd love this because I feel what we're doing now is we're supposed to be doing finding the others the people who are on our similar wavelength who are working on themselves who are healing their trauma who are just trying to become a better version of themselves and um, i think you'll love this it's about four minutes and 22 seconds and as this plays um, i would like you jay to maybe uh, come up with an idea or thought or metaphor or just something you can share with the audience as we close uh, just a token of love or, or a piece of information that they can take with them in their lives that will probably help them on their journey. Okay. All right. Cool. So it'll be about four minutes, brother. Uh, just stick stick with it, and then uh, we'll see what
1: um, what you come up with. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. I'll mute just so it'll be clear. Okay. Admit it.
3: You want to like them. You're not even close. You may occasionally dress yourself up as one of them watch the same mindless television shows as they do, maybe even eat the same fast food sometimes. But it seems that the more you try to fit in, the more you feel like an outsider, watching the normal people as they go about their automatic existences. For every time you say club passwords like have a nice day and weather's awful today, yeah, you yearn inside to say forbidden things like Tell me something that makes you cry. Or, what do you think deja vu is for? Face it, you even want to talk to that girl in the elevator. But what if that girl in the elevator and the balding man who walks past your cubicle at work are thinking the same thing? Who knows what you might learn from taking a chance on conversation with a stranger? Everyone carries a piece of the puzzle. Nobody comes into your life by mere coincidence. Trust your instincts. Do the unexpected, find the others. The fact that you are watching this video, I assume you desire change, liberation from this game, or rather to change this game altogether and to create a revolution for there is something about this world that just doesn't seem right to you as it doesn't to me for we are living in a time where our politicians our leaders no longer serve the people but rather serve the system where consumer mania is fashionable and tolerated where our celebrities represent material excess and so the youth mimic and search for happiness in trash filled areas A time where our environment illustrates a picture of a species delusional to the irreversible destruction that they are causing to their planet. It is a time where 3 billion people live on $2.50 or less a day and where 14 children die per minute due to poor conditions. Even though we have the knowledge, resources, intelligence, technology to fix all of these issues, we are instead miserable, lost in the midst of plenty. In a time where we are in desperate need for a revolution To find the others To bring down these anti-human institutions that hate ordinary people A time where we need to reclaim our minds And take them back from these cultural engineers who marginalize us It is a time where I call upon you You the intellectual being who holds the key the potential, the power to transform this world and transcend the human race into the higher mystic realms that have been awaiting our species for far too long. A time where you make a stand against these controlling and demoralizing entities. Where you speak your mind, think for yourself and make your voice heard. Where you reach out your hand to humanity and save us from ourselves. Where you emerge and show yourself to the world. For we are in need of people like you. It's you that's going to bring about the change that we in desperate need of it isn't going to come from our leaders these institutions and celebrities it's up to you the time is now to say bullshit to these fascists who tell you how you should live who lie and trick you into thinking that this is the best humanity can do we have everything needed to produce a human paradise but our leaders policies in which they espouse to mean planetary death that's the position in which we are currently placed in more wars more death More separation. The time is running now. The clock is ticking. Find the others. What do you
0: think about that, Jay?
1: That's that's fire. I I like it. I like it a lot. What does it make you think (laughs) of? It just touches on I mean it just touches on so much to me personally. Like, you know, it just kinda just it in a sense touches on many aspects of the fact that We need to learn ourselves and you know really just continue to grow and Kind of gravitate towards like minds or at least have the intention to you know Mm -hmm. because from there We can manifest it.
0: Yeah, totally agree. And so as we come to a close brother, I definitely want to have you on again Um, Well first, let's let's talk a little bit about how people can contact you if they want to do some type of coaching uh, session or just talk about about shit
1: all right, sure. Um, so for starters, I'll say... So I just recently actually found a website called pensight.com, P-E-N-S-I-G-H-T.com. So I created a profile on there. Okay. So if you go there, it's like pensight.com forward slash X forward slash indigenous thought, and it actually actually bring you up to my profile where you can, like, schedule sessions if you wanted to. Okay. Um, also, of course instagram it is my instagram is indigenous dot thought uh tick it's indigenous thought all one word and then i just recently made a backup account the same as my ig so i mean realistically you know anyone can contact me through direct messages on there i'll never you know reach out to anyone myself like hey man something told me you need to use my advice like you know I'm, <laughs> if, if anyone ever does that to anyone please block that page like Right. So, you know, right. I've seen so many people go through it, but I mean, yeah, for the most part, between those few methods, there's always a way to get in contact with me. Like I respond whenever I have time to, once I have a message. So,
2: yeah, oh,
0: um, I'm going to please send me those links, those three links, four links, you said, and then I'm going to put them in the show notes.
2: Okay, we will do. Okay.
0: And uh, what what would you like to leave us with? Like some type of positive inspirational thought or what would you like to leave us with?
1: Man, ironically I have like a quicker one than the the day has been. <laughs> but um it's just something I always think of and tell people when I have a chance to is like it's like it always makes me think of when people say, Hey, if you had ten seconds or thirty seconds to say something to everyone in the world, what would you say? Okay. And it's like I would literally just say, Know thyself and to never get so caught up in the physical that you forget that you're a soul having a human experience as opposed to a human having an earthly experience.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. That's perfectly summarized. Yep. And that's essentially how I end my show. My the, the last, my last signature is know thyself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do.
2: Nice. Love it.
0: Well, this was great, Jay. Um, I want to do it again. Uh, we'll talk after the show's over about we can schedule another one um anything special you got coming up projects um seminars courses
1: honestly not right now just i'll be getting into doing lives more (laughs) finally on tiktok like i had it took forever to get like the subscription stuff set up and then when i got it set up it was kind of like i don't know if i want to use that but at the end of the day it's like you know we live in a world where these companies are going to get theirs no matter what, like no matter what methods we use, you know, they mm-hmm. find ways. So yeah. it's like, I'm accepting, you know, and I'm not going to be like, oh man, don't send me this or don't send me that. Like I I take whatever, you know, I can in a sense of this is my life now, you know, like this is my business. So I'll be doing lives on a uh, TikTok and just eventually getting into doing lives on Instagram, just to like really give coaching advice out for free. Like, of course, if people donate, I'll, you know, answer their questions or go into, like, deeper things. Like, the main purpose of the subscription service was going to be just to use, like, be able to give people that may not be able to afford the sessions. Even, like, I've made them at, like, good prices, decent prices compared to the market. But, of course, if they can't afford them, then there will be other options, like, you know, gifting in, like, lives and stuff like that mm-hmm. or subscribing. And then they'll have access to the services that would normally be in paid consultations.
0: That's awesome. That's great. That's I love it. You're doing it for just for the love.
1: Yeah, literally just wanting to help as many people as I
0: can. That's awesome, brother. I love it. All right, Jay. So this was great. Um, we're going to do it again for sure. And um, I'm just going to end it right <laughs> yeah. now in a bit and then just stick with me and uh, we'll talk a little bit after the show. All
1: right. Sounds good.
0: All right, thank guys. You. So thank you for listening to us and listening to Jay. Please go check out his uh, Instagram, uh, his TikTok. Um, he's got a pretty big following on Instagram. Um yeah, go check it out. We could all use some type of help. And um, we might not know where to start, but there's people who already started on this path and can give you a leg up and really help you get to where you want to get to. So thank you for listening. Please check out this stuff. Other links are going to be down below in the show notes. I'm also going to put the link to that video we listened to because I think y'all might want to share that. And uh, thank you once again. And remember to know thyself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do. Peace. All right, guys, that was my conversation with Jay, um, Jay City. That's what he calls himself. He's um, also known as indigenous.thought. Please go check out his Instagram. I'm going to put all the show notes below. Um, as, and as I was thinking as, uh, for a song to end this episode with, um, this one came to mind. It's called um, Weed and Coffee. Um, now, we didn't even speak about weed on this episode, but um, this song by Mac Lethal, it actually made me think about this whole thought we were on on how sometimes you just gotta let some people go or do your own thing on your own and no matter what else, how different or how weird it may seem to what the normal people are doing, you just stick to your path and work on on what you gotta work on. So I feel this song really speaks a lot to that. It's basically about this rapper who doesn't go for the extravagant laugh- lifestyle. He's not out there buying um, McLarens or mansions or fancy clothes or watches. He's um, saving his money for his kids and you can hear it in the song. This is just a legit dude. Um, I actually hit him up on Instagram. I don't know if he'll see it. He's pretty big, but maybe one day we can have him on here. So just want to end with this song called Weed and Coffee by Mac Lethal. I hope you like this. Please, I mean, peace.
4: I don't drive a Bentley or a Benz or a Beamer. I don't drive a Audi or a Lamborghini either. I don't push a range round town just to act paid. Only money that I got is change in my ashtray. I don't drive a Porsche. I don't drive a Rolls, bro. I don't drive Ferraris. I don't even drive a Volvo. When I get up in my car, you have to squeeze. Cause my motherfucking car is Japanese. I drive a Honda. And no, sir, I did not lease. I bought a goddamn Honda. I be getting Whole Foods, bitches. You be getting Olive Garden, bitches, with the bronzer. I own a Honda. Spit the extra money on a vaporizer from a marijuana. Crip that skin, real Irish boy with a mean left hand looking like Connor. Picture me rolling in a Toyota Corolla with a hundred thousand miles. I'm a veteran, nothing to play with. This are for the Nissans and Keyes and Hyundai's or the Hyundai's or however the fuck you say it. Rappers always spend their money on these pricey-ass automobiles looking like idiots. I'm from the Midwest, with an bad weather to impress. I don't want a nice car, not even a little bit. All I really care about is cruising through the city with my windows down, so back the hell up off me. All I wanna do is wake up early in the morning, smoke a little weed, and drink some fucking coffee, yeah. I don't ever do hard drugs, just moderate drinking. Lately, I've been trying to be sober during the weekend. Exercising every single day for my good health. Lower the anxiety I feel, be my good self. I don't eat sweets. I don't need fried food, grass-fed butter. And my coffee is a great brew. If one apple a day would we'll keep the doctor away, then imagine what would happen if you ate too. I used to feel depression till I learned a couple lessons. Live a life and always stress. I had no answer to my questions. Started thinking about the poison. I put up of my physical body, came to the conclusion, live a healthy is an essence, man. Gotta have the energy to be a better father, gotta focus So I can put a couple dollars in a closed fist Smoke a little marijuana, never smoke six And exercise to so want to grow tits Lift weights, compound movements Leg day, deep squats, drop down, do it Build your skills and find yourself a career Can't be thirty-five still living at your mom's house, stupid I got friends, I got habits that are so bad I guarantee they're gonna die of a heart attack You gotta make choices that positively benefit you For fuck's sake, how hard is that? All I really care about is cruising through the city With my windows down, so back the hell up off me all I wanna do is wake up early in the morning, smoke a little weed, and drink some fucking coffee. Yeah. For the first time in my life, I can see myself with my eyes closed. I can see the things that I have from the world. I can see the things that only time shows. So, what is time shown? And time has shown that every single person that I have known is gonna suffer every day and gonna die alone. For the first time in my life, I can see myself with my eyes closed. I can see the things that I have from the world, I can see the things that only time shows. So what is time shown? And time has shown that every single person that I have known is gonna suffer every day and gonna die alone. For the first time in my life, I can see myself with my eyes closed. I can see the things that I hide from the world, I can see the things that only time shows. So what is time shown? Well, time has shown that every single person that I have known is gonna suffer every day if they don't have weed and coffee. Uh, caffeine and weed are drugs too, Mac. Shut the fuck up. Peace. Peace.